Welcome to the Phil and Will Podcast. I'm your host, everyone's favorite season, Autumn, joined by my co-host. Your boy, Twan the Don. And welcome to season one, episode two, where we are talking about Wonder Woman. Antoine, what was your first memory of Wonder Woman? Mine had to have been... Probably the Justice League cartoon when I was growing up. Uh, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited was like my first big introduction into her. Um, Obviously, the the show that they had in the 70s or whatever was way before my time. Um, But I knew about it, knew of it, but didn't watch it or anything like that. So... Just seeing her in the cartoon and just seeing how she was portrayed, you know, very strong, dominant, you know, basically at times leader, at times like second into command to either Batman or Superman. Um, So she was never just a character that was just there to be there. She was, she's definitely part of the Trinity, um, as they call it. Yes, the Holy Trinity. Well, we will be talking about the 2017 hit from Patty Jenkins. Um, But just to give you a little background, Wonder Woman was first published in 1941 by All-Star Comics. And in her origin story originally, she was carved from clay by her mother, Queen Hippolyta, and given the power from the Greek gods. Then they retconned her origin to be the daughter of Zeus and Apollyta and raised with the Amazons. And that's kind of what happened with the 2017 film. With the 2017 film, uh, development began in 1996 and it was originally Ivan Reitman who was on the film at first. But then of course we get to like different aspects of pre-production and then we get patty jenkins that signs on so the film starts with diana prince in modern day france looking back on her time of when she was growing up as a young amazon her she was raised by her mother queen hippolyta who didn't want her to be a warrior but she secretly went behind her back and got training from her aunt and IP. So she trained for most of her life. And then one day, randomly out of the blue, a man by the name of Steve Trevor crashes down into Themyscira and an all out war comes to fruition in which Antiope dies in battle and Steve Trevor is taken by the Themyscirans to essentially get get a gist of how he even found them and why he was there. So then he tells them about the Great War, which we find out is World War One, and how he was a spy. And he infiltrated a German lab after the Germans said that they didn't have any more money. And so Diana feels the need to go stop this war because she is convinced that this war is being raged on by Zeus's son, Ares. So we get to see Diana in the modern world for a bit. She teams up with a ragtag group of people. She has one of the most amazing scenes um, in a place called No Man's Land. She saves the day, seemingly 
saves the world from the Germans. Come to find out, Ares is behind the war, and she also finds out that she is a special weapon that was given to the Amazons. And we have to essentially look at Diana's life and her figure out who she is outside of Themyscira. So, after all my talking, this film is like, it was one of the, okay, all right, you're, you're mean, you're mean. This film had a cultural impact on a lot of people, even though most people I I talk to love it, um, including our dad for a while was his favorite film. Um, but I think the cultural impact is that, oh, of course it is, is that young women got to see themselves on screen in a powerful role versus being damsels in distress. Like for a while there, we were just either the damsels in distress or we were the sexual object. And Diana is a strong, independent woman. You see her coming to her own. Yes, she is naive in certain aspects of the world, but that's anybody in the world. You're going to be naive when you go out in today's world. But she just represented strength and vulnerability and just overall, she's just a badass. She's a badass. So Antoine, what impact did this film have on you? Um, I mean, I'm not trying to sound mean, obviously not much. Uh, obviously I'm not a woman. Um, Sure, you are. What I will say, it is nice to see. I mean, I don't know why, you know, why you can kind of, you know. I mean, I would say I'm the. Uh, But I I am the girl version of you. I would say that. I mean, sometimes I don't know if you are a girl or not, but. um, But as I was saying before, I was so really interrupted. It was just a. It's nice to just see a woman be portrayed in a very positive and strong manner, but also to a point to where she is strong, but she's not over-masculated to where she's like, like borderline a dude. Like she, the way she was presented was like, it was like a, a cool middle ground to where you still see her soft feminine side, but you see her strong side. So it wasn't, overly towards one direction or overly towards the other direction. It was just nice, cool pace. Cause especially with not just movies, obviously, but superhero movies in general, you will have roles of women that are stronger. Um, it's more common now, but she was like that first lead actress superhero role that really, that really solidified it. Obviously, we've had movies before in the past, like Electra. We're not going to talk about Catwoman, um, <laughs> but things like that. But those movies didn't. Well, I mean, shoot, even Electra wasn't. Even Electra, Electra wasn't, wasn't that good. It was. It was not. It was not good. No, it's no, it wasn't. But just women portrayed, like you said, have always been like kind of the, the damsel in distress, or just like even if they're on a team of like super super people they're always like 
the fourth or fifth in command. They're never, they're just never seen in a strong leadership kind of role. And that's what she took in this. Like once she left, you know, like you said, like the whole, like being open to the new world and kind of being like, what is this? What is that? But she was the leader of that team. She was the leader of that ragtag team of, of individuals that they had. It wasn't, Anybody else on the team, it was her. She was the one making the plans. She was the one, you know, at the forefront. She was the one to go in the, into the battlefield first. Um, she was the one to obviously go head to head with Aries. Nobody else in FM could. But it's just nice to show that there there is a side of superhero women like that. And that they don't have to be like overly sexualized, but overly masculated. Like you can find a common ground to where you're like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful and attractive and sexy. But at the same time, she's not like, you look at her that way and you're like, oh, well, she's just like, she's fighting these guys and she gets beat up and then she somehow pulls it through. Or she's like overly masculated. And you're like, well, yeah, she's a girl, but she's not cute. And it was just like, it was nice for them to, it was probably one of the only few films they, they actually fucking produced. That was good. <laughs> I mean, Can't yeah, Can't say the honestly, same for the second one, because the second one was trash. One, oh the second my one was like one of the, the second worst one things I've like, watched. Just like, we just went way back into history, and they just completely destroyed her character. We're it, not going to talk about yeah. that one. Um. But yeah, that was because they kept pushing it back and rewrites and all that dumb stuff. It's it could have been so much better. It could have been so much better. Yeah, the first one. Oh hell yeah, the first one stands strong on its own. Yeah, the first one. Um, you don't even have to watch any of the previous movies that come before it, so you don't have to watch Batman versus Superman or the Suicide Squad or um, Man of Steel. This is one of those movies that's truly a standalone on its own. And for me, the impact that it, it had on the only time I would say you have to watch it is if you're going to watch something? something later. Well, I was going. I was going to say, you say something. No, huh? no, you oh, can go. What? Oh, you can go. Because of what? Huh? I know you're not talking so about people. With big as heads. I was saying, so as I was saying, the only time you would need to watch something would be Batman vs Superman. But that's only for the end credits. That's only for the after the credits, the post credit scene. That is the only part. But besides that, no, this is a film that you can just jump right into and understand it without having to watch anything else. So the impact it had on me, like, so I actually got the chance in college to study superheroes, like I talked about last week. And one of the people that we first started you studying was, yes, Antoine, I went to college. I went to Bowling Green State University. Go Falcons. Um, one of the first people that we studied was Wonder Woman. And to know, like, some of the details that she's supposed to be sort of the female foil to Superman and all of these things, I'm ex excited for this movie because Wonder Woman has sort of been in a, like, up up to that point, she had been in a stalemate. Um, of course, there were two different TV shows with Wonder Woman, the most famous being Linda Carter's version. 
Then there was a supposed pilot that was supposed to come out on NBC, but it ended up doing well. And so it took us a while to get this film. And I was more excited because I was like, they can't mess this up. Like, this is the one movie that they can't mess up. Wonder Woman is an icon to so many people. Heck, our mom loves Wonder Woman, like every aspect of her. So I was. You probably don't know her first name. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. But she, but she loves Wonder Woman. But I was just excited just to see what the film would do. And like, just overall as a superhero film, it's a, it's a pretty good film. Like it's a pretty good film. It holds up. The performances are great. There are a little iffy parts, but like it can be like explained away, but I just didn't want them to destroy her character. Like what, for instance? Um, this idea that it's been she, a minute since I watched the film, yeah. but I can I can remember most of it. Like this idea that she she didn't know that she was the weapon. I was like, like did you like that? Just that aspect of it. I was like, I get it. You want her to be naive about the world, but like I didn't really like understand that part. And then, well, I mean, understanding that part, it wasn't hard. It's just she was never she was raised to think that she was one one thing or one way and then she eventually finds out like oh no you are actually a god you are actually this you're actually that it's just like anything else in life that's like if somebody was adopted they grow up their whole life then you're like oh these are my parents unless obviously you're black and your parents are white or vice versa that would be hard to explain Uh, yeah (laughs) but I mean, that would be easier to explain because, like, hey, obviously, we're not the same. Adopt it. But in that sense, that's basically the same scenario. It's just she grew up being told one thing, and then now she finds out the truth that it's something different. So, I mean, that's not really, I don't know. Yeah. What you were, um, I get what you're trying only- to say, but that's not really one of those. I mean, that like, for me, it was. But then the other thing that really just, like, made me angry is that like i because i like i i wanted this film to succeed so bad like i watched all the interviews watched all the lead up like read all the articles and like in the grand scheme of like where the film fits into that universe it didn't make sense to me because in one aspect they were trying to say like oh she's supposed to not have been wonder woman for years well then you come out with wonder woman 84 and that just messes everything up so that that really like well you also gotta realize ugh. this is dc and warner brothers were yeah. talking about. So they just messed up everything anything anything can anything story-wise nothing makes sense if they do nothing yeah. does so it, it makes no sense because like again you can watch this film as a standalone but if you watch anything else with wonder woman in it it makes no sense Makes absolutely no sense. I mean, that's the case for that's the case for all of them. Since the first one, which is what Man of Steel, nothing really, nothing makes sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like none of these stories. If story wise, you're like, well, what about this? You're like, oh, well, you guys forgot you did this, or 
none of it makes sense. And the bad part about it is that, yes, they have focused on other female-led projects, of course, with Harley Quinn. But this is the only female superhero that they focused on. And I'm like, you guys have just ripped her character to shreds to the point where I, the next time. So there is a woman, Wonder Woman 3 in development. Funny. But she is like, I, it is funny that I you don't say that know. Because, yeah, but it's funny that you say that only because they've put more emphasis on Harley than they have Wonder Woman. Like Harley... Yeah. I was all right. So we got the. I'm not saying the whole damn long name. We got her her movie, Birds of Prey. And you got her. Well, yeah, we'll say Birds of Prey because the what is it, the Emancipation or whatever of Harley they Quinn, said. yeah, yeah, all that dumb, yeah, no. So you got and her. I just own call movie, it Birds of Prey. Got, yeah, you got Suicide Squad, and you got the re the Suicide Squad, whatever the fuck you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, uh, so, uh, was that it? Why yeah, that's her. Three films. I know, right? Because because she has just been so I think it's overwhelmingly just been, popper, popular. Well, well, partly. I mean, she's a popular character, but I think it's because in those three films they put so much of the spotlight on her that it seems like she's been in so much more and she's kind of been like oversaturated. Um, but I just find it funny just in those three films because Wonder Woman has been in three or no four. If you count Justice League. Um, Technic- technically, you five, Wonder if Woman, you count both of the Justice Leagues. We're not we're not counting. We're not doing that because I don't consider that first one. Well, technically, she's I don't had consider six- that first one a film. <laughs> The fuck is the sixth one? She had an appearance in the uh, so you the got last Wonder Woman, you got Wonder Woman two. Uh, um, that don't count. I'm talking about like movie wise. Um, and that was like a five sec, and that was even her. I know. Yeah, that was a stand in. It wasn't like the, when they got Jason, and then they got a uh, that other loser. Um, but no, yeah, that. that that situation, but no, it's. But I'm saying like just in those films from. So we're gonna say Zack Snyder's Justice League, <laughs> Wonder Woman, Wonder don't. Woman eighty four, Batman vs Superman. Like Batman vs Superman, besides Wonder Woman, is the best that she's been presented to me. That um, she she is what saved outside that of movie. That she hasn't. I mean that movie still sucks, but she's it yeah, still she's sucks. But like she, but, she literally her presence saved the movie. Yes, it did. Um, I do like the theme song they have for her that comes on. She like it's like introducing all that. That's her theme music. <laughs> It's then and 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 then
And Wonder Woman sort of just gets like of like female empowerment. The feminist movement. Yeah. I Yeah, cuz she's like when it comes to like the main lineup of heroes, she's the only woman. But then you get to the Suicide Squad and it's like in the deuce besides Harley Quinn. Oh, of course not. She's yeah. No, not abs. Yeah, uh, absolutely not. Yes. We, DC, um, we've done this, yeah, we've done this show before, (laughs) um, but I, I do think that Wonder Woman, like, Wonder Woman is someone that's universal, like, you can go anywhere in the world and say Wonder Woman, and people know who you're talking about, she's universal, and she fits into this landscape in our world that that not a lot of figures in the world like i can only really say like female figures like outside of her maybe princess diana like she's that like impactful to so many people and so many young women um again our mom huge fan of wonder woman literally even our dad was that was his favorite movie oh yeah so her yeah that was his favorite movie for a while so her story fits into the landscape of the world in such in such an interesting way because she's she's telling sort of an immigrant story but in a different way but also a story about female empowerment and like how she doesn't need a man. Like honestly, outside of this film, like my favorite portrayal of Wonder Woman is how she's portrayed in the the new Fifty Two um, animated films, because she has all of her agency and she has all of her strength, and she's the same across the board, constant. She's a constant. She is Diana of Themyscira, daughter of Zeus and Apollota. Like she is the epitome of what young women want to be so we look up to her and this film when it came out came out in a very interesting time where like as women we needed something we needed something and because of the success of her film we've gotten a lot more um films we got captain marvel after her she got a second movie which again we're not gonna talk about how bad it was 
but we're getting a lot of more, a lot more female driven projects that aren't like Catwoman or Elektra where it's super over-sexualized. Like she, you're just mainly concerned about your looks and your beauty, but she's not really concerned about her looks and her beauty. She just wants to kick ass. Sure, sure, sure. I agree. Sorry, I had a burp. Um, <laughs> sorry, I did. I had a burp. Um, any other thoughts on Wonder Woman? No. What do you think they can? No, I just wish that. What do you think they, they could do to? Okay, can I answer the? I, 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 I want to fucking question. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> okay, all right. I want to ask a follow up. You're literally, you okay? Exactly. You ask me a question, and then you like before I can answer it, you're like, "Here's the follow-up." Like, damn, dude. Like, let me answer the question first, then you do a follow-up. Okay, answer the question. Jeez, I don't remember what the fucking question is now. God damn. So I'm gonna ask you the second question. What was the question? Because I, I don't I remember. honestly forgot too. Honestly, my my brain. I told you it doesn't work oh. very well sometimes. <laughs> but what about sometimes? But my second question was gonna be, what do you think going forward? How can they make Wonder Woman as big as they made Harley Quinn? Now again, Harley is not a feminist icon. Just put a focus on her. That's it. All you have to do is just put a focus on her. You have she has all the attributes. You have a great actress for the role. Like you literally had it all in the first, but just put a focus on her. That is it. That's all you need to do. Like it doesn't have to be oversaturated, but just put enough of a focus to where it's balanced out. Like you have a focus on Batman, or you have a a focus. Um, they don't put much of a focus on Superman, but like how you have everything is like revolving around Batman, or just like these bigger names, or like how you're trying to do for Black Adam. Like just put the just put the spotlight on her you'll be good yeah i think that's i think that's an important thing i think what's gonna help her in the long run is of course putting the focus on her but i think giving her a consistent storyline is what she needs because if you constantly go in and out and changing her backstory changing different aspects of her character when it gets to the third one and when it gets to the spinoff of the Amazons, you're not going to know anything because what what we've been told. They're not doing all those spinoffs. They're canceling everything left and right. Yeah. Well, we again, we know WB only has enough money to release two movies this year. Um, but at the same time, like I just think I want them to be more focused on who she is as Wonder Woman. Like I know who Diana Prince is. Don't get me wrong. I know who she is. Two. They're only doing one. What are you talking about? What? They're only releasing Black Adam. No, they're releasing Don't, Wor Don't Worry Darling, too. That's a Warner Brothers film. It's two, two Warner Brothers. Yeah, we're talking about DC. We're talking about Warner Brothers slash DC. Yes, Warner Brothers slash DC, but overall, Warner Brothers is only releasing two more films. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just All want right. them to be more what, consistent. What I just want them to be more consistent with her character and just to like get I think everybody just wants to I think everybody just wants to be more consistent with everything. Yeah. 
as consistent as they are, like you said, as consistent as they are with Batman and how many things Batman related we get, that's how I want them to be for her. Because she's that big and that powerful to where they can do that. Agreed. I agree. Any other thoughts? None from me. None from me as well. But Antoine, I have to ask you a, a great question. Did you know you can follow us on social yes, media? Yes, I know. <laughs> I had no no fucking idea that we had social media. Oh my god! No idea of course, whatsoever. of course, we have social media. We have Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Our YouTube page is finally live. Um, we are also going to be doing some things on Twitch sooner rather than later and different little things here and there. Um, next week we will be talking. Yeah. Trying to get somebody a better fucking camera. Yes. I, I know. I need a better camera. Yes. I know you, you don't need to explain it. Cause my shit isn't, my shit isn't, my shit isn't 4k. 4k. I'm trying to be nice here, but I really want to mention your eye and how it looks like you got punched in the face. It's obvious that, yes. Okay, I didn't get punched in the fucking face, right? It's it just obvious looks my like allergies it. are kicking my ass. You know what? My eye looks like your fucking face. How about that? You know what, Antoine? That's so mean. Yeah, you ain't got shit to say. That's so mean. Yeah. You, uh-huh. Does everybody hear how mean and see how mean he is to me? This is what I've had to deal with for 27 years. Bullshit. <laughs> that's why, that's Bullshit. why I said you I was said gonna, something first. That's why I said I was going to kick your ass Bullshit. when I was a baby. You started, you, you started, I finish it. That's just how this shit goes. Again, you see why they call us Phil and Lil people. Um, but again, we release uh, new episodes every Wednesday. We are available everywhere you get your podcasts. So I have been your host everyone's favorite season autumn joined by my lovely co-host put emphasis on that lovely art twala don next week we'll be talking about uh into the spider-verse so be prepared for that one because that is one of our favorite films of all time yeah, we were supposed to be doing that. We were supposed to be doing that this week, but somebody jumped the gun. So. <laughs> because again, my brain just works. It's coming next week, folks. Special ways, but yes, yeah, so next week we'll be talking about Into the Spider Verse. Um, so we want to just thank anybody who's been listening since the beginning, of course, and who subscribed to YouTube and on Spotify and Anchor. Again, we are available on all platforms to listen to. Antoine, stop laughing! Oh my god. But that's been the film. Oh, this ring light is hurting my eyes. That's what you get. It's making my eyes. That's what you get. But we have been Phil and Lil. Thank you all for listening. Deuces.